Good morning and welcome. Hi, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement Internationals. Also, the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries. Yes, here there is life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. Yes, this is the day that our Lord hath made. Let us all rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, I haven't been on my podcast for a few days because I was doing a little few live uh, videos on my Facebook. Um, For some of you that uh, want to find me also on Facebook, it's just Rhonda Taylor. Uh, Those that are familiar with, you'll see my picture and it's just on this a lot of Rhonda Taylors, but you can find me also on Facebook. But uh, either way, I am available. Also, I want to share with you, we got to be prepared when God tell us to shift. Because see, all the time, uh, I've had a lot of people to ask me, we haven't heard from you lately, coach or pastor or prophet. (laughs) We haven't heard uh, from you lately on the podcast. And I said, well, I have to move according to the Holy Spirit. When the Lord tell me to go live, because see, I've been doing my lives early in the morning. You know, like when people getting up, they're on their way to work or just getting ready for school or what have you. I want to make sure that they have a good and positive word for them early in the morning. So I was going live early in the morning around 730 just to, you know, just to catch them in in right spirit. And, And if they're not in right spirit to help bring some life, joy and peace and harmony to them, because that's what God is about. So nevertheless, Thank you for for your listening ears. Thank you for always tuning in, whether it's on podcasts or whether it's on GFN Nation Radio or whether it's on Instagram or TikTok or either Facebook. Thank you for all of your ears, your hearts, and just opening up because you could be doing something else with your time. So again, thank you. I don't take people for granted because I don't like it when people take me for granted. So again, thank you for being uh, such a great audience. Thank you for your time. And also, thank you for some of the feedbacks that you all have been given. Okay, moving on. We're talking about binding and loosing. Yes, binding and loosing. It talks about that in Matthew chapter 16, also in 18. Okay, Uh, the scripture declares that Jesus had given us power to bind and to loose in reference to Satan and his cohorts, okay? The, the context to the promise is in connection with Peter's declaration concerning Jesus, okay? Thou art Christ, the son of the living God. Now, note the reply to Jesus, okay? Now, this passage has been somewhat controversial, okay, in its interpretation, but it makes a lot of sense once one abstains a little understanding of what the Christian power and authority over the demon spirits, okay? You know, um, sometimes when you talk about things like that, it's, it's kind of a little sensitive or a touchy subject, can I say? It's a little touchy subject to some, and to others, they are well equipped and ready to hear what the Lord has to say. Because God wants us free, okay? You know, he mentioned to Peter, he said that the uh, that he, on, upon this rock, I will what? Build my church and the gates of what? Hell shall not prevail against it, okay? So the things that we say, if you bind something here on earth, 
it is bound in heaven. If you bind sickness here on earth, sickness is bound in heaven. And whatever you lose here on earth, whether it's uh, positive words, whether it's uh, whatever it is, negative, positive, guess what? You loosen it also in heaven. That's why it's so important that we use our words accordingly. When you wake up in the morning, you got to decree and declare, I am healed. You might not feel what you say for the moment, but if you put it in the atmosphere, yes, you assume catch up to what you said. If you start waking up in the morning and say, I am blessed. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. This is the day that my Lord has made. He created it just for me. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to be glad in it. I'm not going to let, my mom used to call the devil that old slewfoot. I'm not going to let old slewfoot ruin my day. No, not through, because sometimes, just sometimes, he will use an individual because, you know, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. No, we don't. We wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places. Yeah, so if you're fighting anything low, you're just fighting and hitting the air. But if you hit it up there in the high places, that's where it is. So many people have been having problems, you know, when they're getting ready to put their words out. They say, I've been having a lot of problems with my internet because Satan is the prince of the air. Yes, but God is the God of the entire universe. So when his time is up, he's going to what? Render him helpless. He's not going to no longer even rule in the air. So my question to you is, who is ruling your life? And what are you binding? What are you loosing in your life? What are you allowing to come? What what things are you allowing into your life? Whether it's into your mind, your thoughts, or or what, what, what are you saying to yourself? What are you speaking into your atmosphere in your home, on your job, in your business, in your ministry, just your everyday life? What are you speaking? What are the words you're saying over your children, over your children's children? What are you putting out there in the atmosphere? Because whatever you put out, if you start talking bad about your children, guess what? You just gave the enemy access. Uh Uh-huh. You gave him access to it. But if you get out there and you say, you know what? My kids are doing very well in school. Uh, They are prospering. Uh, They are... Uh, have their own businesses, they have their own homes, they just, they living really good. And you start saying that, I don't care what the devil said, but it's what you say. When you wake up in the morning, you might have a few aches and pains here and there, because we all do, especially if you're like me, you're getting up in age. So you might have a little, oh, oh, my back, oh, my neck, oh, you know. And then after a while, you have to catch yourself. You'll be like, oh, oh, my neck is healed. Oh, my back is healed. Oh, thank God. This swelling in my feet went down. Oh, God, thank you that I don't have a blurred vision today. Oh, God, thank you. I'm able to see as you would have me to see. I'm able to think as you would have me to think. I'm able to move as you would have me to move. God, thank you for the mobility of my limbs. God, thank you that I'm not where I was in my health. I'm better than I was. God, thank you. I'm no longer battling with anxiety. God, thank you. I'm healed from depression. God, thank you. I'm not there anymore. So if you're going back to that old address looking for Rhonda, you won't find her there. So fill in the blanks. If you're going back looking for a blank in that place, in that address, 
he or she is no longer there. Put your name in that blank. Let them know I'm no longer there. You're looking for me in all the wrong places. That's why you can't find me. That's why you are searching and saying, where are you? Because you got to be steadfast in God, but at the same time, God also, he always say this to me, it's hard to hit a moving target. And don't always let the enemy know what you're about to do. Never let your left hand know what your right hand is about to do. Stop casting your pearls to swine. Stop giving information to people that you know you can't trust. Only give people so much because they will take that little and they could destroy you with that little. But if you use wisdom and you give them just enough, they don't have a lot to work with or to work against. And I mentioned this on my live on yesterday uh, on Facebook. And I said, a lot of us, no, not us. Let me take that back. Go back. (laughs) A lot of you, um, the, the reason why the enemy know how to hit you, the reason why the enemy know what to mess with in your household or he, or, um, you know, the enemy know how to touch those things that's yours because you're telling them where to hit you. You're telling them I'm weak. You, you're telling them I'm sick. You're telling the enemy I can't do that. You're telling the enemy I'm a failure. So he's using your words against you. Now, he could plant it in your mind. He can't reach your mind, but he can plant things in your mind and make you say it. Oh, yeah, I'm having a bad day today. He'll plant that in your mind and you will say it with your mouth. So you just confess some things that the enemy said about you. You confess it out loud and it manifested because you now you spoke it instead of you binding and loosing it and sending it back to wherever it came from where it came. You agree with the devil. Oh, yeah, you having a bad day today. And you'll say, you know what? I'm having a bad day today. You just repeated what the enemy said. You know, that, you know, you're really not that good looking. You know, I'm really not that good looking. I'm just, I, I need to do this to enhance myself, enhance my body, enhance my looks. So he, he made you say something about you, you know. He made you speak against your own body. He made you speak against your own uh, family or people you say you love. He made you speak against those things. Yeah, the enemy did that. He did that. And that's, he's cunning and he's crafty. See, he's very crafty. He know how to maneuver around you. He sits up and he listens to you speak. He listens to the things, the conversations that you have when you're on the telephone talking to others. He listens to the conversations you have when you're alone by yourself. Because again, he can't reach your mind. He can only hear it when you speak it out your mouth. The minute you speak it out your mouth, it manifests. But the minute you say, you know what? Mm. All right, devil, I changed my mind. Yeah, I said all of this, but I got the right. I ha- That's my prerogative. I could do what I want to do. I have changed my mind. I don't want to serve you. I don't want to do what you're telling me to do. I'm not going to. Guess what? I don't know about anybody else, but with me, your time is up, buddy. I'm no longer going to entertain those thoughts you bring into me. Mm -mm. Number one, they're not healthy. So I'm going to 
remove myself from you because everything that you do is is for uh um it's to cause a delay it, it's it's dangerous it's it's hindering it's it's to cause me to lose my focus it causes me to uh, have major setbacks. It, it 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 do all of that when I when I allow you to use me to be manipulative, or I allow you to use me to tell little small lies. When I allow you to use me to to uh, uh, to be deceptive and to cause confusion amongst people, or uh, 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 when I've allowed you to do that, you know uh, I'm not going to allow you to keep doing that to me. I'm not going to ca- uh, keep allowing you to cause me to hurt people and play the victim. I'm not going to keep allowing you to use me to, to cause, to, to bring discord amongst people. I'm not going to keep allowing you to cause, make me to, to doubt myself or to think less of myself. I'm not going to keep allowing you to do that to me. This is where you get off. And see, when you say that you got to mean it because see, he know you just like, God know you. He do too. Satan know you. That's why when they uh, came in, that uh, he said, Jesus, I know Paul, I know, but who are you? Because he was letting the other person know you can't cast out nothing because you want, you, you mine. You do everything I tell you to do. So that's why you don't have no power to, to heal or to cast out anything. That's why you don't have the power to really be effective to help anybody because you're doing what I want you to do. You want of mine. You're you're my secret agent. I use you in so many different ways. This is what the enemy is saying to a lot of people. You know, I'm using you. Yeah, you belong to me. You know, you cleaned your house. You swept your house clean. Just like in the Bible said that that this man cleaned his house, swept it clean. But then when when, when the man, when it came back to the man that he had what? seven more demons that was worse than the first he had more demons than he had in the beginning why because when he cleaned his house he didn't put no he didn't restore and put nothing in it so if you clean in your house i'm talking about your house your body house when you start cleaning and and de- detoxing and removing things from you that you know that was unhealthy that was ungodly you got to fill it with something you can't just detox and then it's just like even if you take a natural detox you know, you got to replenish your body with something, protein and vitamins and eat some greens. And you got to replenish your body with something because if not, you'll be dehydrated because you was detoxing. And then you could die from being de- from from being dehydrated if you're not careful. You can you know, you can your oxygen level starts to drop all that stuff, all that starts to drop in your brain because you're not getting any. You, you, you you're dehydrated. You start being fatigued. You want feel like passing out. You don't have any energy. You done, you know, you done detox, but you didn't put nothing back in. So when it's the things of God, when you start cleaning things out of your life, you got to then replace it with the word of God. You got to replace it with, you know, with, with things that's in the spirit, with the spirit of God. You got to replace all those things. You can't keep doing the same thing. You're going to keep getting the same results. See, you, you keep picking up the same things. You keep doing the same things and you're getting the same results and then you get frustrated. Then you start feeling less of yourself because the enemy is using you against you. So it's time to turn the tables. It's time for you to bind and loose. Everything that's not of God, you need to tell it. You know, I'm going to do the benediction on you today. I'm going to do, 
You know, today is the this today is your last day. Today is your last day. You you know, you ever had people that come in your house and they say they want to stay for about a week and it end up being two months. And then you say, come on in, okay, they come in, you be like, let them know. Okay, they came in, they brought all kind of confusion in your house. They brought all kind of stuff in your house and you, you every time you turn around, you wrestling. Now you done became a part of them. You got the spirit just like them, you know. So you, you, you know, finally then you wake up, you see, and it's just so much misery. You gotta go. It's time for you to go. I'm telling you what Rhonda had to experience a few years ago. You gotta go, you can't, you can't remain here because Confusion came right along with you because my house is peaceful. Literally, my house is so peaceful. When people come here, they be like, oh, my God. Every time I come here, I get relaxed. I want to go to sleep. I'm just tired. You know, it's not just because I burn lavender in my house. <laughs> you know, it's because it's peaceful here. God he, God lives here in my place. I, he lives here. Him and the angels. I literally opened my doors for God to come and to just like um, I believe um, I don't know if that was no Jairus he uh, told God to send his word but it was a man in the Bible that welcomed God to his house and I believe that was Zacchaeus he welcomed him Zacchaeus was a real short man the one had to climb up in the tree to see Jesus yeah he welcomed him to his home and so you got to welcome God into your home and welcome the angels, the ministering angels and the warring angels and call on all the angels from the north, the south, the east and the west and tell them to protect your house, protect your property, to come in and just take resident up in your house, you know? And so those are the things that Rhonda do, you know? So, but I, if I'm, my thing is this, once we get to a place where we trust God more than we trust people, more than we trust things, because sometimes we put people up so high and when they hurt us, they hurt us bad. And so, um, I've learned to only give a person as much as I know, you know, uh, my saying is, and I don't want to sound, you know, make this sound a kind of way. I'd say a person, I give you enough rope and you'll end up hanging yourself because, if, if, you know, a lot of times you can give a person so much and, you know, they'll hang you. But if I just give you enough rope and if you ain't right, you're going to hang yourself. So that's where you need to be in life. Like, okay, I'm not going to mishandle you, but I'm not going to just let you just come up in my life and just, you know, I used to be quick to do that. I would let people just come in, just come in. Come on, come on, come on. Just you know, didn't have no, no, really no boundaries. Just come on. Yeah, come on. You can call me anytime. You can, we can talk anytime. You can do this anytime. No, because if I don't, you'll wear me out. You would wear me out and go on and, and do your thing and then come back and wear me out again and go back and do your thing. So we have to have some boundaries in our life because if not, the enemy will come in and wreak havoc all through your house. And you'd be wondering why you can't rest at night why you can't rest during the day in your own house, why you constantly, you know, every time you turn around, you, 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 uh, you wear it, you, you know, the enemy got you stressing out over the little things, you know, you be wondering why, cause you didn't open your door to too many people, too many, you know, open your door to too many people to speak in your spirit and stuff like that. And that's the reason why it's very imperative, very important that you don't eat at everybody's table. You got some people, they greedy. They just eat everywhere. I don't care. They they go to everybody's house and they just eat. And it, uh, you can give them you can give them one a half a steak, and the rest of the food could be just jacked up. But just because you gave them that steak, you can't get rid of them no more. They don't because they don't have they don't have no kind of uh, boundaries themselves. 
They don't have, it's just like a city without walls. They don't have any walls themselves. Anything could come in and anything can go, just as long as it, you know, just something look a, look a little good. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be careful of that because the enemy will uh, rob you um, and, and keep you bound through that little thing right there. That's simple, but that simple thing could turn out to be something so big. You know, and then when you find yourself, you find yourself being defeated by the enemy instead of you binding, instead of you loosing, instead of you decreeing and declaring and putting things in place and telling that dumb devil, hey, I don't know how you got in, but I know how you're getting out, you know. So I can always tell sometimes, you know, because uh, we ain't really had anybody to visit us here in, in our the place that we're in now. But before we had a few people uh, to come in. Uh, you know, if it wasn't my children, I may, ha- may have had somebody coming in and out. And when they left, man, uh, they left a bad spirit. And, and then you find yourself, have you ever had anybody? This is a question. Have you ever had anyone to come in your home? And when they left, you and your spouse was doing good. And when they left, you found your spouse, you and your spouse having an argument. It's like every time that that person or those people come around, it's like when they leave or when they come around, you, it's confusion. Like confusion is starting. It's, it's a spirit that they carry. And so you have to be careful. And I used to tell my husband when we first got married, uh, we used to allow different people to come in and visit. And sometime when they would leave, uh, he and I, we never just say a heated, heated argument. But, you know, everybody have the ups and downs. But it's like our house got uh, uh, like it was an uneasiness in the house. And, and we found ourselves having little disagreements over things that wasn't even relevant. You know, and you got people that have come around you and sometimes they already got this spirit because maybe they know something about something you said. So they'll, they'll, they'll start bringing things up or start doing little things that cause confusion. And you can see them, their spirit, their eyes looking like little serpents. <laughs> they'll be looking from you to that person to see, oh, yeah, I got them into it now. I see now, I see how they really feel about each other. You got people that really do that and they don't, un- they may not understand it, but hopefully today this will help them. That's working for the enemy. You're really working for the enemy when you do that, you know? And so you got people doing that and they don't, sometimes they don't even realize they're being used. That's why the Bible said we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, you know, because sometimes people, you can be used a split second and then after a while you're like, what just happened? What, what just happened here? What did I allow happen? Just for that split second, Satan came in and used you and left and made you look very crazy. I'm telling you, I've seen a lot of people. I've been doing this. I've been doing coaching. I've been, been pastoring, uh, uh, evangelists. I've been mentoring. I've been helping people for years. I'm talking about even when I wasn't in church, even when I wasn't a coach. And I've experienced that time after time. And i like, okay, I can see the enemy working. You know, I can see him. I see how he's cunning, how he do little things. And he and that person don't realize they're being used for that moment. And then after a while, the enemy will make them feel bad. You know, I've had many people to come back and say, you know what? I'm sorry. You know, some some was being honest and some wasn't because they they repeatedly did it over and over again. But you got some and they say, OK, yeah, I, I messed up right there. They didn't do it again. They did it one time. They didn't do it again. You see what I'm saying? It's because they know the enemy was using them. They caught it. And they, you know, I, I don't want to do that because I don't want to seem like a person. Every time I come around, I'm drawing trouble. You know, um, just pay attention. I don't know if you ever, 
have been around people. You can go around people or you can be around, it could be family members, it could be your friends, it could be just associates and you go around them. It could be a whole man, a whole house full. But it's like when these certain groups of people come, it's like confusion that came. And you be like, dang, it was, man, it wasn't no trouble until they came. It seemed like as soon as they got here, it was confusion. Like people started getting into it and, you know, he say, she say. It's like they, wherever they go, they travel with confusion. Yes. And I, I do know that some of you can attest to that. You know, I know I ain't the only one that have experienced that. I will go visit sometime. Like if, if I go visit my family members or go, I used to go around certain friends back in the days. And it seemed like everybody be having a good time. And this one person show up and everything will be going good. All of a sudden somebody is into it. That person carries a spirit of not only aggravation, but confusion. That person carries a different spirit on them and they take it everywhere they go. And so when they either when they leave or when they are there, confusion has come because they don't realize they carry that spirit It's on them. And so that's why I always tell people it's good to just denounce everything that you know. If you if you pick up that that's you, that everywhere you go, it seems like nothing never really happens until you show up on the scene. You need to pray about that because that may be something that that may be a generational curse or that may be something that you, you know, you've been used to doing all your life. Maybe you've been a person to where you've been keeping confusion. And so now that you changed your life, that you haven't denounced those spirits from you, denounce the spirit of confusion, deception and lying. And, and you know what I'm saying? You want to de- de- denounce those things. You want to bind and loose those things so that way it could be done in heaven. You know, because a lot of people are not aware. They walk around, they be like, dang, they, they tripping over here. Well, they really didn't start tripping until you got here. You know, if you notice everything was happy, everything was chill until you came and you got it then, don't beat yourself up. Just if you really want to be free from that, and if you're not a person that that's just who you are, then you ask God, God, heal me from that. I don't like being when people see me, they like, dang, every time I see him, every time I see her, every time I see that particular family, they bring in confusion, you know? And I know, I know for a fact, I'm not the only person that have seen that and experienced that. You got some people that have experienced that on the, I mean, on the daily to where things, when people start showing up, things start happening or things start going missing, you know? So we got to get to the point to where, see, Jesus left the, the, the blueprint is here for us. Your word, that's the blueprint. And it teaches you how to bind and how to loose with the word of God. It teaches us that. But as long as you are accepting everything that comes along. Oh, that's not what I see. Okay, even if it's not God, if I'm wrong, forgive me, but I'm fixed to counsel this spirit right here out. I bind and I loose that. If that's the wrong thing, God, give me the right, give me strategy, give me word, give me wisdom on what I need to do to get rid of this right here. Because this right here has been keeping me. This right here got everybody looking at me sideways. They hate to see me coming sometime because every time I come, somebody going to get into it. Somebody's going to have a disagreement somebody's friendship is about to be broken. So I don't want to carry that around with me. I want to carry love, joy, peace, and harmony everywhere I go. I want to have the fruits of the spirit. I want to walk around with the fruits of the spirit. That's what I want. And so in your prayers, ask God to give you the fruits of the spirit. 
Go look up the fruits of the spirit. Go look them up. I'm not going to tell you what they are. I want you to go and look the fruit of the spirits up. Go look it up. That's why people have everything but no fruit. No fruit. Go look up the fruit of the spirits. In my closing, above all things, God said he wished that his children would prosper and be in great health even as their soul prosper. So today, I pray that you will prosper and be in great health even as your soul prospers. I'm going to tell you to give your heart and your life totally to God. I'm going to tell you that everything that's been plaguing your mind Anxiety, depression, everything that's been talking to you, I'm going to talk to it and I'm going to tell it to leave in the name of Jesus. I decree healing over your life. I decree restoration over your life. There will be no more uh, 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 backlashes, delays, defeat, none of that. Because a lot of times when we go out and we go out alone or we covering people, we're covering people by ourselves, we get backlashes. And so I come against backlashes. I come against deceit. I come against a manipulation, the spirit of manipulation. Yes, slanders. I come against all of that in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray healing over your mind that you will no longer think the same, that you will think the way God would want you to think, to think, God, sorry, that you will think the way God wants you to think, that you will not think, have a carnal mind. That you will not live as the world lives. You're in this world, but you're not of this world. That you will stand out. That you will be in a dark place and you will be that light. You will be that light to, to, to draw people to the Lord. Not to you, but to the Lord. That you will be a God pleaser and not a people pleaser. That you will walk in the way that God would have you to walk, that you would speak the way God would have you to speak, that you would do the things that God is telling you to do, that you don't walk in the spirit of rebel and ignorance. That's my prayer for you. And my prayer is that God will encamp the angels from the north, the south, the east, and the west to protect your home, outside of your home, your entire property, yourself, as you walk out, that the angels will walk before you and behind you, that they will protect you as you go in and as you come, as you go out and come in this time forth, even forevermore. Again, this is your girl. This is your coach. This is your mentor. This is your pastor. <laughs> yes. Know that I love you. I thank God for you. Thank you for lending me your ears on today. I pray the blessings of the Lord over your life, over your children's life, over your children's children. Yes, over your finances. Yes, over everything that is concerning you. Whatever's concerning you, I pray that God will meet you right there and that he will answer those unanswered prayers. That he will give you your heart's desire if it's in his will. In the mighty name of Jesus, we seal this prayer. Again, this is your this is your girl, Rhonda Taylor, coming to you from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement Internationals, also the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries, where there is life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. Until next time, God bless you and I love you.